Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV... This is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rapport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from Indianapolis. Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes, with me, the young shooter, a.k.a. Deuce Cuddles, a.k.a. Um, Deuce Pacino. Right. He's with me in the flesh, in the Airbnb in Indianapolis. So much to talk about, so much to discuss. And also, there may be a ghost and or an intruder in our Airbnb while we record. Yes, and it smells like shit in here because of you. <laughs> I'm Rapport Stereo Pockets coming up right now. Miles Jordan, the Bleach Brothers, AK the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy up with something real nice, yes. Start this puppy up with something real loud, yes. Start this puppy up with something real funky. I am Rapport Stereo Pockets. Let's fucking go. Boom. There we go. I'll do it again. Three, two, one. Boom. There we go. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi. Hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody's feeling safe. Hope everybody's feeling sane. Boom. There we go. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from where? Boom. Indianapolis. Indiana? Yeah. Indiana. Indiana. Indiana, Indianapolis. In, in Indianapolis, Indiana? Where are we? I thought Indianapolis was a state and there was, maybe Indiana was a part of Indianapolis, but I think we're in Indiana. It could be Milwaukee for all I know. I have no idea. Is it Indiana? Indiana. Indiana. Indianapolis, Indiana. You know the voice. The voice is choice. The young shooter's right here with me in the flesh. Boom. 
I am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from the heartland. My name is uh, Mike Rapport, of course. I'm here with Deuce Pacino, Deuce Cuddles in, in the flesh, man. Made it out here. And uh, this, of course, is the world's most disruptive podcast, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Deuce, Deuce Pacino. Yo. How are you, my friend? How are you, mi amigo? I'm good. I'm trying to just like, are I don't, you, I don't want, you, no, you I'm chill? just, yeah, I want to, I, cause I feel like a lot of the podcasts, I'm kind of like, hey, Michael, how are you? I don't want to come in too hot. I want to just like, what's wrong with just being like, hey. Okay. Just, just, well, what's you know up? what? If you're just like, hey, what's up? Like, people yeah. don't want to hear you just, no, I just feel like it's too hot. Like, sometimes you come in too hot. Maybe it's just like, are you, are you a calm, chill guy? Today I am. I'm I'm feeling really calm. Okay, you're just cooling out. Yeah, I'm, I'm just chilling. I'm, I'm chilling too. Yeah, we're, we're we're all just chilling. Um, I'm gonna unchill you real quick. Okay, you have no idea where I'm going with this one. Nope. I'm gonna throw you for a curveball. Throw it. Since the last time you were on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, you went back to Disneyland. I did. So. You've been to Disneyland now two times in, let's just say, uh, six weeks. Yeah, I would say that. So how was your second trip to Disneyland in the last six weeks? And what compelled you to go back to Disneyland for the second time in the last six weeks? You don't seem so chill now. Oh man, I'm so glad. I thought you'd never ask. It was it was fantastic. It really was a fantastic experience. Second time was just as fun as the first time. Um, got to go on a lot of rides that we hadn't gone on the first time. Disneyland's just a magical place. That that's why they say it is the happiest place on earth, and they're not kidding. I mean, it is it's such a fun time. I went back a second time because, like I said, my friend works for Disney. We get the free passes. We get the free parking. We get the front of the lines. I wouldn't do it if I had to wait in that Space Mountain line for, you know, 80 minutes like like the normal people. Is it 80 folk. minutes to get on a ride? It was crazy. That seems kind of fucked up because if you're, let, let's say you're spending, is it true 80 minutes? Yeah, for sure. It could be like 70 to 80 minutes. So if you spend an entire day and you go on, you know, I don't know, Space Mountain. What's what's another big Splash ride? Splash Mountain, Thunder Mountain, a lot of so mountains. So you could wind up spending 80 minutes in in line for each of them? 30 a minutes, 40 minutes? 100%. And we went this time around with spring break. So there were a lot more people. Kids? Kids, a lot of kids, a lot of parents. Do you feel like maybe I shouldn't be here? Like no. cutting the line in front of kids? like And, and I shouldn't be here at all? Like, mm. you're an adult. You went back. Again, and you and there's other kids that are traveling from all over the world to go there, and you're cutting them, and you're 33 years old, except for you look. How old do you look now? Legitimately, 25. Yeah, I mean, it's but it's, you don't ever feel bad. Like I thought about these it. These poor bastards have traveled, and they're waiting in the hot sun, pounding yeah. hot sun, and you, Dean Collins, you were just here, and then you're back again, just to. Cut right to the front of the line again. Not saying that, you, you know, okay, you got the hookup. Everybody likes a hookup. Yeah. But when you see the faces on these poor pricks 
You, you don't have any nothing. Yeah, no yeah I mean, you see like five year olds in their in their Minnie Mouse shirts and all that who, who look like they've just been standing there for hours, and I just zip on by. I mean, sometimes you know there'll be someone in, in a wheelchair, and I'll say, "Excuse me, I have front of the line." You know, you're gonna have to wait your turn like everybody else, but I'll I'll go ahead and I have no shame. I mean, it's like it's like the airport. You got that pre. You know, that TSA clear. pre-check. I got clear, too. Clear I, TSA pre-check. And, is... and shout out to clear, because I have clear, and my God, I mean, traveling here to Indianapolis, the, it was such a long line. I got to the airport an hour early. I, I scanned my eyes at the clear section. They escort you, cutting everybody. And it's like, you know, it, it's the same kind of vibe. It's like, everyone's looking at you like you're an asshole, but I'm going to take that clear. Do you notice how pleasant the workers are at clear every single time every single day i don't know if they're being paid yeah. really well i don't know if like they're what is it called like the who, who hires people what what's that term called the hr the whoever's hiring the people at clear yeah fantastic job yo i am talking about every city early in the morning no yeah. one wants to be working at the airport I, I get there sometimes you know six in the morning six fifteen in the morning can i help you a clear member Every I've not had one person that works for Clear that's an asshole. It's the only place where you get customer service where it's always, always nice. I would say most of the time at Starbucks, it's really nice. But Clear, without question, anytime, any place, a fucking genuine smile and genuinely there to help you. It's astonishing. I, I've noticed that actually, yeah, because I went, I, I did go through clear and it was so pleasant. The guy was so nice. Have a great flight. And then when I got past security, I had a little incident at TSA. A, no, no, I didn't have an incident at TSA. I went to the American gate and, uh, that's I, where I, it gets real. That's where it gets real. Fuck and you. It, fuck they're not nice there. And I understand it, it's gotta be a miserable job. You're not happy to be there at eight in the morning. And you're dealing with pricks. That's fine. And I don't want to, I don't want to contribute. To but that. you don't have to prick with a prick. That, that's what I'm saying. And, I don't, and it's easier said than done because I'm that you're, prick. You're that dude. I'm that prick. And, and I'm shocked that you haven't wound up on public freakout of Reddit section where someone has filmed you having a meltdown at the counter at American. We only had we had one incident. He had one, and you're but lucky they were to, wrong. They were wrong, but but and they yeah. were such fucking assholes. I don't know where we were going or what happened. Or something with something or something. But it could have gone sideways. You but in general, I'm pretty good. You are? And, and I think that period, I, there, there was something going on because I, I realized the other day, I was like, I am becoming more of a pleasant person in the world. I think that happens when you get older. Because my, my dad had such a short fuse, really bad temper growing up. I was kind of scared of him. He is chilled out in his old age. And I think that's what's happening I, to I, you. I'm not as old as your father. I know, but you're getting up there. No, no, I'm not. Because my dad's 75. Or no, was 75. No, sorry. How God old is your dad? That's, that's so insulting. Uh, my dad's 67. I'm 53. Right. So, so, so it's fuck like, fuck you, man. So fuck you. It's not, a, you take it as such an insult. So but it's like, fuck off. All right. Well, you are. I'm saying I'm consciously becoming more like, you know what? It doesn't I like? sound like it. It doesn't sound like you're becoming that more, that much more pleasant. I am. Okay. I am becoming uh, that more pleasant. Okay. So, so fuck off. Okay. And what I do is I try to lead with a smile. Whether, whether it's genuine or not, I want to lead with a smile. It's some Peter Pan shit. Like, I'm out in the world, and I try to just be grateful 
and I'm not mad dogging. I try not to mad dog. If you make eye contact with me, I want you to feel uh, like that guy, he's feeling good, and and I want some of my feel good to rub off on other people. That's my my new thing. I love that. It doesn't Thank work you. for me. It doesn't rub off on me. I don't I don't get that vibe from you when I'm around you at all, like at all. Um, but if, if other people look at you like that, I think that's great. And I think that you should strive for that. Thank you know, you. it takes work for sure. Thank but you. no, I was kind of miserable getting here. I did at American, there was no one at the counter and, and I wanted to get an upgrade because, you know, I'm at the back of the plane. I thought, all right, maybe I'll get there a little early, talk to somebody about an upgrade and no one was at the counter. And I'm just kind of standing there for like 20 minutes. And finally I kind of peek behind, you know, there's a barrier and there's a woman just sitting there kind of just sitting around. And I was like, Hi. Is someone over here at the she's counter? Like, Why are you talking to me, she motherfucker? Said, I literally get your I head was like, from behind the curtain. Yeah, I, I I poked my head and I said hi, and she she looked at me, didn't say anything, and I was like, "Is someone over here?" And she said, "I'm on my break." Right, and I said, "How oh. dare you talk to me on my break? How dare you speak to me and even ask me what I'm doing while I'm on?" And I get that too. Yeah, I get that too. Okay, like, you little motherfucker. You little white motherfucker. You you look like you're 20, whatever the fuck okay, you well, are. Okay, well, you don't have to insult me. I mean, just, she didn't I'm say saying that. That's what I know, she's but, thinking, you, you but you're fuck. saying it to me. And I don't know if she's white, black, whatever, but she's Hispanic. Thinking, she could have been white. For but sure. But she sees you. She's like, you little white fuck. I get it. Get your fucking head from behind the little yeah. thing here. I'm on my break. I understand, and I kept, and I did keep going because I had a genuine question. And I said, well, is someone going to come out here? And she said, yeah, I'm on my break. She and I told said, you twice. She, she said it maybe three times. And I said, I'm sorry. I was like, when will someone be out here, though? Because I do have a question. And she said, I'll be back in an hour. An hour? Yeah, she's like, I'll, I'll be back in an hour right before your flight. What and kind I was of like, fucking break? What kind of... That ain't, that's a long break. That's not something to be upset about. Like, you should be in a good mood. You got I, a, an hour it's break. It's a long break. That's have a sandwich. Lunch. Have, have yogurt. Make a few phone calls. When I'm making films and television, we don't have an no. hour lunch. No. No, and 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 so shit. She should be happy. So I left her alone. I understood she was on her break. She wasn't fucking around she with you. She was not fucking around with me. And then and then later on, I, I like her. After did you get her name? I tried to because I was so offended by it. And and I went, I like her. I, I, I would like to send her a bonus all right. for treating you like the way she should have treated well, you. Well, she she didn't need to treat me like that. And you know what? I came nah, back. She did need to treat you like that, homie. I came back in an hour, like she said, and I said hi. I was just. And I pretended like nothing. Like I didn't say anything to her. And she looked at me, giving me this fucking death glare. And I said, I'm just here to see if there's any way I can get an upgrade. You know, I'm on uh, Advantage Gold and maybe I, there's some room up there. And she was like, you're seventh on the wait list. And only one person is backed oh, up. Oh, fuck this bitch. And I was like, all right, fine. And then, uh, and then she's in L.A.? Yeah, and then and then later on, right before my she's flight. rude. Right, she was so rude. And right before the flight, I got the courage to say something. And I said, hey, you know what? I just wanted to say... Uh, you know, I understand you're on your break earlier and all that stuff, but you were so rude and you didn't have to be that rude to me. And like, I'm a nice guy and I approached you in a really pleasant way. I understand you're on a break. I understand you probably hate your job, but you were so rude to me. And I just felt like that was unnecessary and you shouldn't be that rude to people. That was all I said. And she was like, sorry. And then I walked up on the plane. I, you know, I kept walking. I was like, that's right. Good for you. You used to really said yeah, that. Yeah, I said it. I was I was offended by it, and I didn't want to be like a Karen over the. Yeah, I understand. Right, because like, you're you look like no, a Karen. I don't look like a Karen, my man. No, I don't. I don't look like a Karen. Let me tell you something. You you look like a Karen, and you could easily easily be you. 100%. No, I don't look like a Karen. You look like a Karen, and if you're approaching somebody at the terminal, an American Airlines employee, you seem like 
Oh, yeah. I have. A, see, the person there is like, oh, here comes Karen. Nope. I just had a question. It was a valid question. I don't have like a hair, a, a Karen haircut. I, I thought I was like, I don't know. I, I don't understand why that's a Karen thing to do. I'm just letting you no, know. No, I don't look like. I, no, I, I don't, it's no, good to be aware of these things. Yeah, but I, but I, I feel like you're insulting me with the Karen thing, and, and I don't, I don't feel like I am that person. So you know, you might not be. No, that I'm not. Person, no, I'm not that person. But you do look like a Karen. Don't say that, and don't put that out in the internet, and don't put that out in the airwaves, because I don't want people to say, "Hey, Karen," I don't want that to be like, like a thing that like clicks for people, because I'm not. Okay, but. Anyway, so, but it's fine. I got here smooth sailing. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Oh, uh, man, let me just say some. Uh, you are a funny motherfucker, man. Thank you, man. Uh, You're fucking funny, man. Thank you, man. You're fucking funny. I don't uh, know what I'm doing uh, to make you laugh so much. because You're I fucking funny. You are a funny motherfucker, man. Appreciate that, man. It, it, yo. Coming from the goat, coming from you. Thank you, brother. Um. You made it here safe. Made it here safe. We're but at yeah. the Airbnb in. Yeah, so we're just forgetting. It's like I'm trying to like we got we we were talking about Disneyland. Now we're talking about the. Oh, Air, it's oh, like, oh right. We're oh, like right. all. This is your show. I mean, I know. I'm no, the no, coast, no, no, but like, no, no, no. Sorry, but no. It was, it, we should have maybe just gone let's, straight let's, to the Airbnb. No, we can no. Move let's past let's, Disneyland. Let, no more Disneyland. There's not so much else to let, say. Let me ask you. Okay, let me just. I don't want to go too much down the Disneyland rabbit hole, but. What ride did you go back on? What were you like, oh, when we're going back to Disneyland for the second time in six weeks, we have to go on this ride again. Space Mountain, uh, Thunder Mountain. Um, and what is Thunder Mountain? And, and Guardians of the Galaxy at Those California Adventure. Those are must. And, and California Adventure, people sleep on California Adventure. It's, it's so much chiller. And for some reason, when you go into Disneyland, like we went this time and Everyone looked miserable. All the parents looked like they worked at the fucking DMV. Let, like, me, let me explain to you. You, you don't have kids. No, I understand it. Let, let me tell you something. It's just like when I was talking about when I was leaving Orlando at the Orlando airport, when they're leaving, the dread, yeah. the contemplation, the regret. Some people just have blatant regret. Like, why did I have these kids? Right. Um, and if it's not as deep as why did I have these kids, it's as simple as why did I waste so much money yeah. and so much time flying down here to Orlando to go to Disney World or Disneyland? Because when you're a parent and you have to, I mean, kids are a pain in the ass. They are so fucking hard. Little kids at Disneyland, Disney World, Wherever the fuck you got to bring them, I don't care if they're six. I don't care if they're 11. The whole thing is tough. So that look that you saw, that's called regret. Right. That's dread. And that is just sort of questioning it all. That's the look you saw on the parents. But but the best part about that look is that they're all wearing like Pluto ears and Minnie Mouse ears and they have like matching t-shirts. Like it's like, I'm with her. That's my boyfriend. That's my girlfriend. And they're they're dressed to the nines. It's not like people who are just showing up there in like civilian clothes who just look miserable. They're like decked out. Like it's like Halloween. And they look so miserable. And that's why there's one bar at Disneyland. It's Star Wars land called uh, Cantina. And it's fucking awesome, by the way. It's awesome. It's got the biggest line in all of Disneyland, probably. They're serving alcohol? They're serving alcohol in wow. Star Wars land. And and this time around, we couldn't get in because it said overcapacity. Wow. Don't even try it. But we did go there the first time. And, and they gave me, we had a couple of glasses of wine there. 
my sister and my girlfriend said it was just Chardonnay with some blue dye in it. It was blue. Right. It was cold. Best wine I've ever had in my entire life. Probably the best wine you will ever have. I was buzzing. I was feeling so good. Maybe I need to buy a bottle of a cheap Chardonnay at 7-Eleven and get some blue uh, dye. But 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 are people drinking like those like those uh, Bourbon Street um, like New Orleans size? No, it's not like you're not walking. No, no, are no. You're not, are you allowed to walk around the premises? With drinks? No, no you can't do not. that. And we snuck in this time around. We snuck in a bottle of wine in a thermos. And so we were kind of drinking from there. For this trip? Yeah, for this trip we snuck you in because it's expensive. You snuck in a bottle of wine for your second trip? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, to Disney. But California Adventure is way more chill. What it's is like, California Adventure? It's right next door. And it's and it's got and we went on the loop ride, which was really fun. Let, let me tell you something. Space Mountain, when you bring up Space Mountain to me, as a kid, when I was probably eight, yeah. seven, Oh, my parents took me and my brother. We went to, where's the one in Florida? Is it D Disneyland or Disney uh, World? Disney World. Disney World. And we went on that Space Mountain. And this is 1978. Let's just say I was eight. God damn, you're old. Yeah. What? You know, so you, it was 1978. 1978. Parents, right. And I went on that Space Mountain yeah. and freaked the fuck out as soon as it started going. Crying, yeah, screaming, scared out of my mind. You know, this as a kid. What? What? A, I mean, I was fuck you, man. I was having a great time. I was like you're doing 33. that at seven. Man, I was seven. I was seven once. Okay, and I went on that. you're thirty three. But I'm t like my brother was like, shut up, stop crying, yeah. stop crying. I was hysterical. I was scared shitless. So to yeah. this day, when you mention Space Mountain, it triggers you. There's triggers something. Me. There's some some trauma and, and, there. And it's funny because like I, I like again. I don't understand how um, you, a grown man, yeah. you're like, I went to Space Mountain and, and like you're comparing it to the California Civilized, you know right? It's all, it's, this is I, all don't, I don't it's get it. It's all coming from jealousy at, no, at your end because, because you're too old to show your face at Disneyland and I can get away with it. Let's be real. I could get away with trick-or-treating if I wanted to. I could put on a fucking costume and people will give me candy. You know why? Because they'll go, wait. Is this, is this yeah, like a, is he 17 is he a, or teen, is, a teenager who's like always on his last legs of trick or treat? Yeah, but that's fine. Or, or is he on that Jared? Jared from Subway? Don't Which, ever compare me to Jared from Subway. Yo, ever. You, you mentioned that yeah, Jared documentary. And you finally watched some of it. I couldn't finish it. Honestly, it's disgusting. It's the audio is so disturbing. It is really disturbing. It's out there. And you didn't realize like how sick this dude was. Y you know what I realized? If you're a child molester and you fuck with kids, Obviously, it's criminal, but these are people that are so sick. It's a sickness. Yeah, it is. And either they should have a jail specifically for them and never let them out or kill them. Yeah. You, you know how if you have like a horse yeah. and it becomes maim? Right. Like they don't have the tolerance. Like, like a rabid dog, you got to put them they down. They kill it. Yeah. If you fuck with kids, yeah. I'll be honest. Like... Obviously, you want them to get that Wonder Bread bag and olive oil treatment, but even more seriously, just just take yeah. take them out. Yeah, there's no place in society for people like that, and I do not believe they could be cured. And I really sincerely think because I couldn't finish watching that documentary, the Jared documentary. There's a Jared documentary. It's either on Hulu or what is it on Discovery Plus, Hulu, both. Jared, the the Subway Jared guy, from Subway. Jared from Subway, who be went on to you forget how. Big, yeah. He was. I remember those campaigns where he was making millions of dollars. He was the face of a yeah. huge 
huge brand, and he was also a child molester. He's currently in jail. But not just Jared. If you fuck with kids, they need to just either find a facility and let them die in there, mm. and they should never be let out or just kill them all because treat them like sick pigs, <laughs> yeah, sick horses, or dogs that, like, we don't, we're not going to give, like, them, like, a bionic leg. No. So they can, no, we're not going to put them in wheelchairs. Take them the fuck out, not of their misery, yeah, to protect people because. That's not a normal thing. That's some sort of degenerative DNA sickness, and there's no place for them in, in the world. Yeah, it's like Jackie Earl Haley uh, in Little Children. You know, they castrate him at the end of that movie, or he castrates him. Someone castrates him, and it's like he's a, he's a, a That's child not monster. even enough. Yeah. They don't deserve to be living amongst regular people. You touch children. You rape women. I, I think... Children first and then rapists second. There's no coming back. Like also like you murder people. Like there's like there's certain things, like there's certain mistakes. Like drunk driving, okay, you could learn from that. Yeah. No, but but when you when you commit these these heinous crimes, I really start thinking like, what is the point? Yeah, no, I mean scum of the earth. Like yeah. And then some people are, well, they came from a fucked up thing. I I get it. You still got to take them out. Still. You're raping people. You're no. molesting children. You're the bottom of the barrel. I am Rappaport Podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, Indiana, Indiana, Indianapolis, Indianapolis has been really fun. We are sharing an Airbnb and I know that you wanted to stay in an Airbnb this time because in hotels, you can't open up the window. You always want to be able to have like a balcony or or get some fresh air. I want an escape. You want an escape and I want an escape because we share a room and, and you want to open up that window. I want to open up that window and, even and more. The people can't see what you're doing. Put your fucking toe off the couch. Stop well, I'm getting comfortable fucking, in the Airbnb. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. I'm looking at you face to face. We're podcasting. You're like picking at your toe, and and you're like you're you're flicking yeah. your toe shit, and you got the audacity <laughs> to sit there and talk about me and being in a room with me. I'm looking at you in your face right now, picking your fucking toe. Your little fucking. Okay, but I didn't shit myself. Like, I got here and you shat yourself within maybe 20 minutes of me arriving. I, I didn't and I, explain and I, what you mean by shit yourself. I Let's see. You shat yourself and then we had to leave the front door open for about an hour. You mean farted? No, I, I think you... I didn't shit yeah, myself. Yeah, you shat yourself. No, I didn't no, shit I myself. Mean, that's, not, that's not a normal sound that comes out out of your ass. I mean, that is a disgusting... And, and, and Dean, you're sitting in front of me making eye contact with me while you pick at your little fucking... I have, there's an ingrown toenail, I think. little dirty fucking... It's not dirty. It's, I've showered. Green little fucking... It's not your green. Little, your little fucking shit feet. Okay, we're not going to do this. Okay, we're not, we're not going to do this right now on air. Well, we're doing it because you're sitting there talking about how hard it is to be it's, it's, oh, God, in close it's so quarters hard. with me. And I'm saying, you're, what I want you to understand is, and I've said this before, is I know... I know being around me will take its toll on a person. I know that. Yeah. You know, I told the comedians at the club, I said, guys, this is what it is. Yeah, I'm going to cough. I'm I'm going to snore. So don't worry. Don't get freaked out. This is what it is. Because they're looking at me like, what the fuck? Right. For sure. As they should. As they should. Because your listeners, I mean, the people who listen to this podcast, they love you. They're listening because they love you. But spend a fucking evening with you or share a a house with you one on one. I think they. I don't know if they're coming back to that podcast. <laughs> I don't know about return listeners. But but you, number one, you talk in your sleep. Okay. Number two, you shit in your sleep. No, I don't. That, that's number three, just a lie. you pick your fucking feet. Okay. Number four, you also fart. No, I don't. Loud. Never. Like you, you, it's not like you're like SBD. You're not SBD in it. What's SBD? Silent but deadly. Oh. You're not. You're not silent but deadly. I think I am. No, you're not. Okay. No, you're not. You don't get that. You're also no day at the beach. You're no I day don't at get Disneyland. That. No, I don't understand that. You. That's the that's problem. The pro- I guess that is because I don't. Because I know. Yeah. That 
I am trying to lead with love. I'm trying to lead with a smile. I know that, you know, I'm on the plane. Yep. God bless everybody up there oh, it, it, with oh, me. Oh, God bless them. You know, they're like, you know, like I, guy, I'd want to jump out because I got a timer on you too. I got like, okay, we're at 48 hours and, and seven minutes until I'm on that flight back to LA. Just, just muscle, muscle through it. Just get through it. Day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, we're 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 almost out of here. We're almost we're at the final stretch. We got two more days here. Just keep yourself. I got you. We're in a big fucking house. I know. And sometimes I gave you the top floor. You gave me the master the king, bedroom. The, I gave you the master. Pretty bedroom. incredible. You know, you're not allowed to say master bedroom anymore. I've heard about that because it, it, it does. Le- it, it there it is rooted in racism. So it's the it's it's. The I know. Ter- my brother the told term me that. Is, um, it's the not the entitlement bedroom. Or the the king bedroom because then king it's like yeah, oh you're not king it? the it's, main bedroom I don't I don't know it's the, the, the you main can't say it's not master, the main though. bedroom but you're not supposed to say master no, bedroom no there's a lot of things you're not supposed yeah. to say anymore yeah and it's okay we're progressive I'm progressive, I'm progressive. I, I got no problem with anybody okay, I got no problem either U- Uganda the country of yeah. Uganda yeah what about you it? you heard about what's going on no. in Uganda no so Uganda the country of Uganda yeah. Just passed a anti-gay bill where if you're gay in the country of Uganda, they're going to put your ass in jail for 10 years. God damn. And they also want to like, uh, I mean, this is. What the fuck, man? Some sick, sick shit. And homeboy, I don't know if he's the prime minister of Uganda. I don't know, I know exactly what he what he did from Uganda. But the little speech that he gave and the people clapping, I'm like, yo, where's Angelina Jolie yeah. when you need her? Like, Angelina Jolie needs to go out there. But I don't see the protests. Why? I let because, people you know fucking... What? I, I, where is Drew Barrymore, Angelina yeah. Jolie, Madonna? I think she might have some kids from Uganda. Like, they need to get up there and say something. But Uganda, they're sick. Like, this is 2023. That's insane. And if you think there's not gay people in Uganda that are scared to death, they're trying to put your ass in jail just for being gay. That's some wild shit. That's really disturbing. But Angelina Jolie needs to get out there. Like, where the fuck is they she all, at? They all should be out there. People should be protesting about that. I That's the first I've even heard of it, which is crazy. It just happened a couple of days ago. That is so sad and so fucked up. Let people fucking live their lives and be Like, why are you worried are? about what they're doing? I don't know. Like what? What are you hiding? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, what are you hiding? Maybe, maybe you're gay, and and if you are, cool. Yeah, like you putting people in jail yeah, for what? ten years. Ten, ten, uh, that's some that's some crazy shit. But the clip, they're like, yeah, you and you and Uganda, and people are we clapping. Not, and they're fucking. They're like celebrating the shit. People should be protesting that shit. That's that is scary. Yeah, that's it, scary. Yeah, I don't know where uh, things are at. Um, and as of the recording of this Iron Rapport Stereo podcast, they haven't figured out what they're going to do with Trump. He said he was going to get arrested a few days ago. He hasn't got arrested. Um, and I'm going to tell you something right now. Yeah. If Donald Trump himself says he's getting arrested, it's, and then he doesn't get arrested. I might have to turn around and vote for Donald Trump. Really? Because why? why? If you can't beat him, join, join him. him. If Pig Dick himself says Tuesday, I'm going to get arrested. Yeah. And then Tuesday comes, Wednesday comes, Thursday yeah. comes. I'm like, yo, this guy is yeah, really that's... the Teflon Don. Yeah. 
Like, he said he's getting arrested on Tuesday. Like, he wasn't fucking around. That's not, like, something you want to tell people. Yeah, like, if he's yo, saying that, there's, like, a high probability that he's going to get arrested. And it's still not off the table. Off, off the, yeah, off off the, the table. table. Is that what you Yeah, say? off the table. It's still, it's not off the table. That he might not get that arrested. He, that, he, that he won't get arrested. But, like, how much more can I do? I don't know. How much more can I take? I'd love to see it. Oh, it would just be hilarious. It would be so funny to see him in cuffs. It would be so fucking tight. Um, but also tight, the Airbnb. Yeah, and, and during the recording of this podcast, we heard footsteps on the second floor. I think there's somebody in this. There might be some, and that's my floor. That's, yeah. that's actually where I sleep. Why don't you go do a recon up there? I'm kind of nervous to do that. And like the Airbnb, I don't know if everyone- Break down the neighborhood. Well, if you haven't seen the movie, I mean, the, the listeners who are listening- Obviously, if you've seen Barbarian, that's no kind one of, saw a bar no. But people have seen Barbarian. What is Barbarian? It's like someone who checks into an Airbnb, and it's like this fucked up neighborhood, and it's like gentrified. It's not gentrified, but she checks into this Airbnb, and it's like this horror film, pretty much. Is but it new? This is the yeah, it's new. It was one of the best movies of last year, and uh, it's it kind of looks like that. We're in a purple house. It's got a barbarian vibe. There's there's a, a sign that says dead end right next to us. You never want to sleep in an Airbnb next to a sign that says dead end. And it's been kind of scary. Like the latches aren't working. The door is really flimsy. It feels like we're in like a, why are you filming me? Because you're fucking grabbing your, you're flicking your, your I'm feet. I'm not flicking anything, man. Yeah, you are. <laughs> no, I'm not. Let, you're fucking you with just your like, toes. Let me live. Let me live. Let and me be who I am. And you complain about me farting and you're sitting there with your gun. Okay, well, I have, it's an ingrown toenail. I, I don't give it. a fuck, man. You, you, you were picking at your other foot. You, you got ingrown toenails on both your feet? Yeah, man. I've had it since I was five. Damn it. You got the audacity to complain about me farting. Disgusting. Put your socks on. Take those shit feet off the couch. Hey, they're not shit feet, man. Anyway, go on with your barbarian. No, it's just it just got that vibe. It's just it's just it's not the best neighborhood, but that's okay. <laughs> but, but the guy said the neighborhood is good. It just looks like it, it used looks, to not be good. Yeah, because he said this used to be the meth the meth neighborhood. And there is a dead end street. That's what which I'm of saying. Of course, meth addicts always love dead yeah, end you, street. You feel it. You feel it. And and we have heard footsteps and I don't think that's a ghost. You know, in my mind, no, I'm there's, like, there it, might be somebody squatting upstairs. Not, that's not like a spirit. Because I heard it yesterday before you were here. I was like, you should have mentioned that before I, I took the bed up there, but. Like, is it just us in I don't here? No, I, I don't know. I don't know. But. I also wanted to point out, and I know you're a cat person, but. There was a no, cat. I love them. There was a cat on the plane. <laughs> I love that, man. God, no, like somebody had a cat. Like, oh, it's so that's But so I was cute. thinking, people are, you know, before I got on the plane, they go, um, to all the, yeah. to all the, uh, uh, what are they, passengers that are flying to Indianapolis. Um, I just want to make an announcement <laughs> that one of the other passengers <laughs> is allergic to peanuts. Okay. So if you would mind not. Uh, opening peanuts while on the plane. Wow. It would, some kind of, they I do mean, this. take a bus somewhere, man. People want their nuts on planes. But, but there's a cat on the yeah, plane? Yeah, I'm wife allergic is, to cats. My cat is deathly allergic to cats. Your cat is deathly allergic <laughs> to cats? My wife is deathly <laughs> allergic to cats. My brother is also deathly allergic to cats. And I'm thinking, we're worrying about some fucking guy with a nut Peanut allergy, allergy? Yeah. that we can't, enjoy our cashews, our, our pistachios on a plane. That's like one of the, the sort of customs on a plane is to have nuts. Definitely. 
But you have a fucking cat on the plane? Oh, I would love like my, I, th There was a cat in a bag or something behind. <laughs> this is not a figment of my imagination. Yeah. It was like a pet. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. You but I was thinking, what if I was deathly allergic to cats? There was no pre-warning, no nah, precursor. fuck that, man. Fuck your allergy. And you know what? No, I, fuck, like I, the fuck, fuck that cat. No, don't, don't say that. And, no, and, no, not fuck my allergy. Fuck no, that cat. No, fuck your allergy. And uh, we don't care about your stupid allergy. And and you know what? Like I said, I'm allergic to cats. Like, How are you allergic to cats? I'm allergic to cats. And I have Pablo, and I just I can't deny his love. Like, I love him so much that so I take it. So what does the allergy do? It's, it's, I'm sneezing. I got a stuffy nose. And I'm kind of used to it now. But I, I am allergic Christ. to cats and dogs. But I love that little guy. Ugh. Oh man, what I would do to put him in a little carrier, put him in, a, put him in a little. Uh, you bring that motherfucker on the road with me. Yeah, you find your own Airbnb. Fine, you find your own place to stay. You ain't bringing that little motherfucker. On I don't the road want him me. around you. I, I don't want to subject him to your bullshit, and I don't want to be around that little fucker. Fine. I am Rappaport Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, my man who came to the first show in Indianapolis, sitting in the front row, appreciate you. Came up he to was the shooter. Dope. He was really nice. He, he talked. He asked me about my my famous chicken, which which is I guess it is kind of famous now. I mean, I guess I, I say people want to have your special chicken, and I'm not going to give you like all the ingredients, but I'll give you enough to to make your own version of what I do. But yes, yes, there is rosemary, there is thyme, there is a lot of lemon, there is a lot of garlic pepper, and uh, you know you get your own skillet. But I am cooking it, and um, never thought I'd see the day. But yes, I haven't made that for you yet. But we are going to explore Indianapolis. And shout out to the guy who came over to me. Uh, I hope you have a good trip to St. Louis because I know he was going to St. Louis. And shout out to Shapiro's Deli, right? The the one Jewish deli in Indianapolis. Shocking to hear because there's a Jewish deli yet at the show. When I said, "Are there any Jews in there?" I think none. zero, zero. That that might have been the first one. I think where, that one person who said they were Jewish were lying, not to make me feel bad about myself. I think you're right. And there were, and when you were talking about the Jews and and being Jewish, there were a lot of laughs, a lot of laughs, it's and I funny. felt uncomfortable. It's funny. Because I felt a bit uncomfortable because you're not Jewish. They get offended by like certain it, like jokes, right. except for the Jew jokes. Right. N- do anything with Jewish Non-Jews people. Non Jews love laughing at Jew jokes. Love it. Love it. And I have a birthday gift for you. Okay. And I will save that what it is on the when, second when podcast. When am I getting it? I can give it to you right after this. Okay. I brought it. I packed it. Okay. Good. Packed it. G- good. Because my birthday was days ago. Yeah, and I brought it. This is when I see you. I, I see you. I'm bringing it. And, and we, I expect, we've been here for 24 hours so yeah, far. Yeah, I, I didn't know when to give it to you, and I and I expect the same on May 30th, a couple more months. How be old my, are you turning? 33. We're 20 years God apart. damn. 1970, 1990. Wow. Holy shit. So I was like three when you did True Romance. Damn. Well, you did it in like 93? 93 or 94. And, and when I played <sighs> your son on the show. How old were you? I was 15. 15, so you were probably, what, 35? 35. Damn. And now you're almost 60 and I'm almost 33. Which is nuts because time is flying, right? Skating by. Anyway, Came Saw Disrupted. Came Saw Disrupted. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Worldwide phenomenon. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Take us out here with something real nice. Take us out here with something real loud. But most importantly, take us out of here with something real Real. proper. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. We out. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. 
To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hi this is kurt woodsmith you remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.